Hey there, skips and skipperettes from all across the vast electronic wasteland known only as Internet Land, and welcome back to Tales from the Jungle Cruise. Well, the summer is upon us, my adventuring friends, and the summer brings many things. Theme park visits, mosquito outbreaks, forest fires, and summer vacation. And for the first time in a dog's age, I will be heading out of town for an extended vacation. Uh, This time it's for a full month in the untamed wilds and jungles of Europe. That's right, I'll be aboard the rivers of Greece, Italy, Switzerland, and France, telling jokes and shooting hippos. Or just drinking a lot of wine and making my first visit to the old country. Uh, So because of that, we're going to have a little bit of a blank spot in our programming. This episode is the second half of our time with Skipper Fred Martin and Skipper Jeff Bales, and these guys don't disappoint. You know, it uh, took me three years to get Fred on the show, and he ends up telling one of my favorite jungle stories of all time in this episode, so make sure you catch that. We have tons going on as usual, so please join us over on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash junglecruise, C-R-E-W-S, for updates on our new card game, uh, Jungle History and Photos, and a wonderful home on the web for skippers and lovers of the Jungle Cruise. Skipperette Jen will be keeping you guys entertained while I am away for the summer. Uh, One other project for you this summer, it's sort of like a summer reading report. Uh, I want you guys to use your cell phones, computers, Skype, whatever you want to use, and tell us your Jungle Cruise story. Ten minutes or so in maximum length, but just email it to us at junglecruise, C-R-E-W-S, at gmail.com. We will use them in an upcoming episode when I return, and one of the stories will win a free Jungle Cruise t-shirt of their choice, as well as a copy of our Jungle Rummy card game. Okay, here we go, Season 5, Episode 20, as we present the first half of our interview with skippers Fred Martin and Jeff Bales in an episode we like to call Two Appealing Skippers, Part 2. Kungaloosh, everyone. The Tales from the Jungle Cruise podcast is an oral history of the Jungle Cruise skippers who have worked at the Jungle Cruise attraction at the Disney parks from 1955 to today. It is not endorsed, affiliated, sanctioned, acknowledged, blessed, funded, or approved of by the Disney Company. Any opinions expressed are the opinions of the hosts and guests and do not in any way represent the Disney Company. This podcast is sponsored by Rigbert and Delancey, makers of fine spats and culottes. If you find yourself in a spat, it's probably our fault. We get to, like, look back. Not just that. I mean, the, the memories that come back just listening to your podcast is pretty classic. Um, I'm always thinking, oh, I'm the only one who had that memory. Oh, there's no. there's, yeah. there's 150 other people. I, I am doing my damnedest to have you not be special is really what this is all about. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever have any run-ins? Speaking of you know, famous people, what about run-ins with famous people at Disneyland? Yeah. What were some of your run-ins? Yeah, that's fantastic. I was just about to segue to that. That's one of my stock questions. Oh, okay. So. Um, Mine was one not famous, kind of, and one really famous. Um, first off, do you remember he was there? He had a season pass, uh, Saved by the Bell. Oh, yeah, Screech. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah okay. And yeah. we all hated having him on Dustin our boat. Because yeah. he was the... He he would he would heckle you the entire ride, <laughs> and he would just he thought it was his show, and you couldn't do anything. So we'd actually fight to get not on his boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he would think oh. it'd be the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, he was the worst. And I had such high hopes when I when he was first there, <laughs> but he was there constantly. But the other cool one was Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, when somebody Did you said, see him? I, it's, no, I got called, and they're like, Michael Jackson's going to be coming from uh, Adventureland. And he's going through next to Magic Mountain. We need a bodyguard for him. <laughs> Can you do that? 
I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so basically my job was to stand as close as I am to you and run with Michael Jackson through the park. And yeah. I don't know. I just felt on top of the world <laughs> running with Michael Jackson. Like, yeah. we're, we're, I made it or we're doing something important. Yeah. This uh, is Michael Jackson. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, oh. that, that, that falls into my stories I've told way too often files. So I will uh, yeah. just say I, I ran in Michael Jackson, the Tiki Room. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was an amazing yeah yeah it's, it's such an interesting thing that he used How about to come you? in there all dressed up it's so weird um, <laughs> I he used to come in there all dressed up too, so, yeah. you know, he was just playing along with us I was all I when I saw Terry Gar this is weird. oh yeah when I saw Terry Gar I was I was flabbergasted she yeah. was so beautiful and exactly yeah. who I thought she was you know, in Frankenstein you know, you know Terry, young Frankenstein you know Terry worked at uh, uh, guest relations did she really yeah she was I had no idea guide. yeah I did I she did was a tour that, guide yeah. before her uh, big break in Star Trek mm, she was her, just... her very first uh, role was in the uh, Gary 9 episode of Star Trek that they wanted to do a spin off of where the, the guy with the cat who uh, the cat who turned into a real girl yeah <laughs> if you're at all a Star Trek fan um, she was the cat she no she was the secretary of the of the guy uh. the, the alien who was there on earth and the sh- they didn't ever do a show of it but uh, and I'm sure that there is something that is not accurate in there and I will be uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will be Matt Myra hey, you're not you Wikipedia I, you don't know, have to be the guy I, I met um Meryl Streep on the corner or on the curb waiting for the um, the parade I sat with them and helped mm-hmm. sort of gave extra service to, to them make sure that they were covered my favorite <laughs> boat though was like this <laughs> it, it, I, I'm such a Disney kid it was this was too classic Pinocchio Falfello and Gideon walk, came up and wanted to get on my boat <laughs> yeah. and they came in up exit and they got on the boat, and we, they loaded our thing with the boat. And they were doing their pantomime laughing. Falfo <laughs> um, had a stick, and he would stomp the bottom of the, the, the thing cool. with the stick. And to me, that was the best. And everybody was into it. So I had three extra cast members on the you know, it's boat really, with me at that really time. It's really funny that, you know, we, we're always told that they're not supposed to do that. Yeah. I, I've heard it a lot. I had um, Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn on my boat. <laughs> And they stayed in character, and oh. we were bouncing off, you know, uh, Aunt Polly comments, oh. and you know, uh, God, what was it? We were talking about. Uh, I I I didn't do the taste like chicken thing very often, <laughs> but we got into the whole, you know, uh, you know, Kentucky Fried Tiger, yeah, and, yeah. and you know, uh, it's just like chicken. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was surreal. I mean, it was. Because I think it was raining or something, and they just ducked in for some bizarre reason to uh, uh, to ride the boats. It was very strange, very surreal. Because it was that was a little bit of broken magic. Yeah, you kind of just melds, and it's like, uh, you know. Yeah, it, it, I I think it was a thrill to everybody involved, but it was probably against the rules. Yeah, yeah, a little bizarre. Like uh, what else? A couple months later, two weeks later, something like that. I was in the park as a guest, and I went up to get a picture with Mickey, or I was with people who went up to you, and Mickey starts telling me, so motioning it like with the microphone and the gun yeah. like this, to say he was right, Pinocchio right, right. when he was on my boat. Eventually, I got, I got the deal. And it was probably not a he, because Pinocchio always has great legs. Yes. Well, and uh, and most Mickeys are girls. Yes, I, there was a girl named Cricket. Her real name was Cricket, actually. Who was Mickey? When I was there, and this is my best story because this eight-year-old kid kept punching her and punching her as Mickey. She finally picks up the boy and goes, "If you do that again, I'm gonna kick your." And then sets him down, 
and then walked away and he was the only one who heard it oh and my it's one of my favorite stories of all time because he was just like scared petrified yeah, yeah, yeah. and mickey's revenge happened <laughs> and i'm sure every other person who did that would yeah, and, and it was probably before anybody had yeah a camera phone yeah, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, you'd probably get fired for that too. And you, you think? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, now they've got the right now. now they got the Mickey with the uh, the eyes that move. Yeah, that's so weird. It tracks you. Yeah, they yeah. got like sensor tracking in the eyes, so it'll follow you as he's. Yeah, he looks it, really it, weird if you they, catch a picture they, of him with his eyes half closed. They blink. Yeah, which is the really strange thing. But yeah, no, they've actually got some of the characters now with voice. Um, uh, the pre-recorded things that, that... Oh, so they do talk? Yeah, some yeah. of them do. And so the mouth moves and yeah, everything. I think it's mainly the ones that are in, like, um, the, the meet and greets where they have a separate person uh, controlling okay. it because then it's a, you know, they have the cameras available to make sure that the right things are being said. Um, like a soundboard or something, yeah. some kind of thing. Just imagine if your body is moving separately from what your mouth yeah, and your mind are saying. It must bizarre, be a bizarre you know, thing. Cognitive dissonance. <laughs> um, so uh, as, as you guys reach the end of your... What was the... What did you head off to do after you were done with Disney? Assuming you still have rehire status, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys still, uh, did you leave on good terms? Yeah, I left on great terms. I wasn't like Eric, who, like you said, other people jump in the water. He, I don't know how they didn't know. Seriously, we had every single person. No one was taking a break, and everybody was standing on the dock. Yeah, waiting to watch. And he the came guy around the corner with the snake, and he was one of the guys who lisped a little bit. And he had that little voice. He said, oh, "I'm so sick of that snake always getting him." He put it down, threw it off, jumped in the water, swam over to the. Snake in the corner and started strangling it, and then eventually (laughs) came back. He was choking his snake on stage. (laughs) And that was his last day. And that was his last day. Um, Oh, so what did I end up doing um, afterwards is I got into media, advertising, Mm -hmm. television commercials, so putting them on television, not making them, but (laughs) (laughs) still. No, I mean, media buys important stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I I went on to a variety of different things. I ended up as a, a. development director at Children's Hunger Fund, which has been great, because I've gone internationally, I've gone to Uganda, and I've spieled on a real jungle river mm-hmm. with real animals, yep. and no kidding, I have, awesome. I have pictures to prove it. My <laughs> wife is over the, looking over the edge at hippos far in the distance, and one popped up just underneath them, <laughs> freaked her out to no end, and I'm just like living that the dream. Awesome. This is real. You're wishing you that had is blanks. Awesome. Real. Oh yeah, if I had blanks. It would have no I, more than that. It was beautiful. Just a cool opportunity to try. And I and you know, just like you, most of your guests, any chance you have. That somebody says, "Hey, you do that Jungle Cruise thing? Can oh, yeah. you can oh, you spiel? Put it on the resume because it is the the most discussed thing ever. When uh, when it's on a resume, you're going to get the job. I mean, they yep. don't want to talk about anything else. No, nope, it's true. Do you still have nightmares that you're forgetting the spiel? I I did I just made it up as I was gone. <laughs> I used to have nightmares and wake yeah. up like even like seven years after like, the job. Like, I'd wake up and I couldn't know the sh- and it was like the river I had totally changed. Is, I it, I is it like being on stage naked in front of an entire? I think that is it. Yeah. The, the cool runnings thing where you're in your sleep and you're going through the bobsled <laughs> run, going left and right. And do you? Um, I, this probably is, uh, applies with what, where you guys went with your careers after. I mean, do you feel that the things you learned formatively at that time in your life at the jungle? Uh, became part of who you are as life went on do you think they were beneficial completely i mean it's like giving a presentation every seven and a half minutes and so i give a lot of presentations in front of anywhere from like five to 30 people and it's the exact same experience and then you gotta go with the flow and sometimes boats stall and you're out there for 30 minutes and what are you gonna do and it's the same thing so well you know what it, it was never really like codified it was something that i had learned coming out of improv theater but the whole you know yes and just you know someone someone starts a joke 
you don't shoot it down. You just go with the joke. Yeah, you just keep yeah. going. You know, and that was that was vital because you would be standing at unload and someone would come around, you know, with a making fun of you in a way that you'd never had, you know, <laughs> shot, shot at you before. You know, you have to go with it. You have to have fun with it. And you can't, uh, you know, it, you have to accept the reality you're currently in, not, you know, the one that you want to be in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is a great lesson. I mean, you know, that, that's something in real life that uh, uh, comes in very handy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think actually in how to just different cultures and how to talk yeah. to people from a lot of different cultures. And some of my favorite boats were ones where it was an Asian tour group and nobody spoke English. And I'm like, well, I got these guys laughing a lot, yeah. <laughs> not yeah. understanding yeah. a word I'm saying. And yeah. that was always some of my favorite parts. Yeah, it's a, it, being able to communicate to a lot of people in a variety of different ways and not be, not be afraid of, mm-hmm. of that. Um, is you know every speech class, every person in any speech class I, you've ever been in is I don't want to give the speech, but when you've done it every eight minutes or however often it was, you were you you don't have that fear anymore. And I and look, that's if I had to pick a single quality of myself that I would you know like nail down on a I, that's one of the things that I'm I'm happiest about. Yeah, uh, that I know I can talk to anyone. That I know that. You know, I can be in a situation, and, and my wife is not that way. <laughs> she's she's very introverted. Uh, it takes a long time for her to open up, and she looks at me talking to a waitress or talking to the, the hot girl in the checkout lane or or whatever it is. You know, she's just amazed that I have yeah, this ability yeah. to to uh, you know have a, an instant relationship with people. Uh, <laughs> Even if you don't have one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. bizarre. Uh, yeah, but no, no, I mean you, you've got to because you know, look, it's we we isolate ourselves. This is tailoring into a big discussion I was having with friends about how much uh, we miss opportunities to learn and grow and you know chat with people, and because we're all in our own little bubbles, and you know you don't take the time to you know to chat with the cool the person with the cool backpack, you know, or whatever it is, you know the the stack of books and you go oh cool you're you're into cooking whatever yeah. it is and, and we've gotten away from that we don't talk to people there's, there's I do that weird... constantly now yeah, I think I think that maybe that's because of the jungle curse. and it scares people doesn't it like really like it takes it takes people off their game for a second yeah when you walk up to someone and you're like hey that's you know you're wearing a uh, a, a Smith's t-shirt and you're 12 yeah yeah <laughs> have you even heard of the Smith's do you yeah. know what's going on I mean you know you have to come up to someone in San Diego I'm all hey I'm with my uh, six year old I'm all is that a Doris Day shirt yeah. He goes, yeah. I go, well, I knew Doris Day's assistant. And we started talking. And he's like, had this, evidently he did a movie about it or something. But you just, I just always stop people for, some, for random reasons. Oh, yeah. And now my um, uh, six-year-old is doing the exact same thing, yeah, yeah. which I love, well, actually. Unless, when we're stay with daddy, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. You can talk to people. <laughs> to a certain level. <laughs> well, we, uh, when, we're, when we're 70, we're going to be, re- our, our grandkids are going to be like, oh, grandpa. Oh, please stop it with the jokes. Please. <laughs> Do you still use the jokes on a day, like on every now and again? You used to pull them out. Well, if it, if the time is right, I mean, obviously not. You know, two, three two cans makes a six pack doesn't actually show up in a lot of <laughs> <laughs> opportunities. <laughs> no, there are, there are some though that uh, you know that that roll around more than others and. Um, and it's definitely the unload and the, the yeah, load stuff because you can just hey you know uh, yeah scoot in I'm, I'm doing that like, I probably did some when we did that camp yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago scoot scooch 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 the more you use scooch the less we clean it's yep. it's good stuff uh, the one that I, I, I've definitely thrown down the uh, yeah, don't worry the seats are only wet until you've sat in them <laughs> and they're dry 
that one's been thrown it's around a few times. It's so. not raining. I still do. It's just the... Where are you from? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, I heard you. I'm just saying I'm sorry. That's still the one I do. People catch that one sometimes, and sometimes they're like, that was rude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's if you don't have the audience expecting the joke, that can yeah. be a little bit... Uh, fun. A little bit fun, yeah. The one I never got was the New Jersey one, you know, where, hey, where are you from, New Jersey? Oh, what exit? I, I never got that Oh, yeah, because it's not for us. Yeah. It's not for our generation. There, yeah. Back then, there was only two places in the world, New York, New Jersey, and California, and yet half the people who were there were coming from that yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, my only joke I ever made up that stuck and then got blown away because, or, or disappeared, because backside of the water, backside of water is the joke. Yeah, that's the one mm-hmm. that everybody's gonna remember. Backside of the wa- backside and, and, and of water. There's a few extensions of it. The O2H, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. The O2H. <laughs> that's that's there's cute. There's a couple <laughs> small extensions, but yeah, the core of the joke has to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't. Uh... Now you can tell it in a dry fashion, which is a water joke in a dry fashion is hilarious. <laughs> but you know, it, it has to be. Uh... Yeah, I think when people make the big fanfare, that that's that. That's yeah, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like it. The big side of what? It doesn't... Yeah, I mean, it's it's not, you know... You, you do it more subtly, you uh-huh. know, little hush tone. Yeah. Here's what you've come from. you come for. You didn't expect it. This is the most amazing thing you're ever going to see in your life. It's the backside of water. See, that... Yeah. That, I think that, that, that that's a more subtle play on it. Yeah. Going big with it's not mine. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there is no fanfare. It's because it's a... Yeah. It, the fanfare is for people who have been on it so many times that they want to... That's what they've been looking yeah. forward to. But that not everybody it's, on your boat is that it, what, it, what it is, is it's Sweet Caroline. Uh, that when... <laughs> when <laughs> yeah. When Sweet Caroline comes on the jukebox, everyone in the bar is going to ba 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 with you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or a karaoke or whatever us, you know, middle-aged <laughs> white guys do with our time. Uh, what was your joke? Um, I, I would make a big deal about parents covering your kids' eyes. We're, we're sorry, Disneyland is a family park, but uh, I'm embarrassed. This waterfall is trying to show us its backside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just let that, that let that one roll. Let that roll. I heard one person use it yep. as I rode another time, but... It's a little inappropriate. Yeah. Nighttime, my, um, I, I got tired. I mean, it was after, you know, four or five years of, of doing it. I did get away from that joke as much as I could. Uh, and nighttime, we'd have the, the spotlights. The I love the, the spotlights. Best. And as you're going Sorry. under, I'd turn off all the lights and going under the water. If you hit the lights on that wall, mm-hmm. there's there's a fleck of the little reflective, you know, metallic material. Mm-hmm. And I would explain to people that that was uh, fool's goal. Uh, often known as, you know, uh, pyrite, but it only is found in three places, Cuba, Jamaica, and there at Disneyland, making it the world-famous pyrite of the Caribbean. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was a very long way to give, go to get that joke, uh-huh. but with the right group. Yeah, because then they you go appreciate in, it. Then you go into the rest of the geology jokes. You yeah, know? Yeah. I know you all take it for granted. granted Those yeah. are my sediments exactly. Oh. <laughs> you rock. Yeah. You totally do. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, uh, what are some other guys? Any other uh, good solid memories of the time that uh, that come into play? Or are we at the point where we we don't remember who played in? Uh... Do you, I remember the lead, Ron? I think his name was Ron. I was trying to tell you that you, I, this guy who um, he was the best lead to get because uh-huh. he didn't care, but he always had like five or six parade dancing girls around him every time you went <laughs> oh, to the like... thing, and he didn't care. And I never understood how he did that because he was like. 
I don't know, probably like in his 30s at the time. I was 18, might have been losing some hair, wasn't in the best shape, wasn't that tall, but he was the greatest guy. And he had I'm girls serious, all around? And he always did, and he would let, what was his name? But he was famous for that. I can't remember. Mm. Oh, well. I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe yeah, a lot but, of people know during that era, they'll remember, but he was, he was, he was the best leader. He was to a have. draw for the ladies. Well, when it was a guys club only, yeah. the break room up uh, in Adventureland um, was. All guys, except, and this is from my era, particular 89, there were two girls who would go up there. Uh, besides the Tiki, there was a pregnant gal uh, who's there at, at Tiki, and that was what they gave her because she was pregnant. She could ha- work in Tiki. Um, and uh, two girls would sh- show up up there. One was a sweeper. She was classic. She worked at the Gap. The other one was a blonde girl from Pirates. Nobody else from Pirates. All Pirates people stayed and did their breaks over the, there. The, 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 the west side. Yeah, they stayed over there. But this girl would come over and visit the the break, the yeah. break room because we were a bunch of guys. And I'm not saying anything about her character. I don't even I don't intend to malign that. But she was there to meet us, and we were happy about that because there's one girl. <laughs> and so there's all these guys talking to this talking up this girl. And one time, and it, remember, I'm a Disney geek, so when she asked me if I wanted to go see Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. back inside the ride, I'd never been in there. I hadn't been trained there. I said, yes, I'm so excited to go do this. Now, this is all in my... This part of this is all in my mind, but the, tr- the what happened is I went with her. We went back in through the caves, Pirates of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. and we went behind the skeleton that's driving the boat. And they have three scrim screens back there mm-hmm. that are projecting uh, clouds, wane, lightning, all these things that are so that it has this sense of depth. And we're standing right behind those things, and I am geeked out. Wow. I'm finally standing inside Pirates of the Caribbean. And I turn and I look, and she's looking at me. Like she wants a kiss. And I freaked. I thought I could get fired. I thought I could make some sort of a mistake. I didn't know what I was doing. I was a totally innocent guy. at, at I think I might have been 17 when I, I was. I was 17 when I first started. Totally had no clue of what to do with girls. And I went, well, we should go. <laughs> and I look back on that. I go, well, you, you threw away. Uh, I, I worst about, end to a pirate story. No. What was the term when there was an attractive woman that came by? Well, what was the term we used? Oh, Alp. Thank you. Thank you. I think it was attractive lady present. Yep. Yep. And that see that morphed in my generation to courtesies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There would be a courtesy on deck. There's a different phrase they use now for it, but Alp. Skip. Yep. One one thing I just want to share that I think is was really really cool. I don't know what time you got, but well, I'm I'm fine. I got 20 minutes. My when I, I set up my, I went to church this, uh, church down the road from Disneyland, and uh, we had this choir came from Cameroon, from the African country of Cameroon, and they came and they stayed in different people's houses. You'd volunteer to have one of the choir mm-hmm. members stay at your house, and my dad drives the church bus and he goes we're going to take all of these people to Disneyland Mm -hmm. and he asked me son do you want to go to Disneyland with me to go with the Cameroon choir singers Uh, and we're going on Monday morning I said yes dad this is the best thing ever I want to to go I just want to go to Disneyland and um, something happened I think I had a bad grade or something and Mm -hmm. I wasn't allowed to go it was horrible and my dad comes back and says we went on the Jungle Cruise these people were freaking out they're real Cameroon bush people who mm-hmm. know how to sing some songs in English. 
and they're freaking out by everything standing up. The skipper can't keep them sitting down. My dad's doing his best to keep uh-huh. these people from keep them calm. There's hippos attacking the boat. What do you do in Africa when hippos are attacking the boat? <laughs> you get out of there, right? So all this happened to my dad. Well, time passes. Mm-hmm. I'm I've worked at Disneyland. I've done all this stuff. I'm I'm back, and I finally got this job at a charity, and. As uh, fate would have it, uh, a choir came from Africa, and I had some of the kids stay in my house. These are now these are young people. These are uh, between ten and nineteen years old, and they're coming to sing songs in in churches and raise money for their mission. And I asked, "Hey, can I take these kids to Disneyland?" And somebody donated for this uh-huh. like twenty five group of twenty five to go to Disneyland, yeah. and. My life was complete when uh, we rode that Jungle Cruise and these kids flipping out, enjoying it just as much as I imagine my dad had with these other guys. And so classic just to see real Africans enjoying the jungle as it's meant to be enjoyed. They're, 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 there's nothing, nothing false about their fear. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm wishing that that was on tape. Oh, I know. Oh, it was in- incredible. Um. So the uh, one of the other things you, we had just talked about, you just recently been down to Orlando. Yes. And got a chance to go down to the Skipper Canteen. Yeah, that was so cool. Uh, so tell me your, since it's recently open, tell me your impressions of it. Did you get a chance to eat anything? We did. Uh, I ate the mac and cheese with, um, it's like some sort of uh, Asian beef. And it, that thing was incredible. I was totally on a budget, so to get something that can fill you up for two yes. meals worth, yeah. that was well, that was and, a, and let's a be bingo. Honest, let's be honest. In, after interviewing hundreds of skippers and knowing generation of generation, I don't know any skipper who's ever not on a budget. I think that's pretty much <laughs> uh, our default setting in life is budget is getting by. It's pretty much. I'm sure there's a few in the world that have. have uh, are doing a little bit better, but in general, you know, there's no shame in being a skipper for life. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, we we ate well, but yeah. the the thing that was so cool about that place, obviously, there's jokes everywhere. Yeah. Um, there's references to uh, skippers past and pre- oh, present it's, it's and all house, that stuff. It's the house that Easter eggs built. Yeah, <laughs> and um, but the thing was that they had real genuine skippers running the uh, do, doing sort of guest relations in their interaction, and they're just they're a treat. Um, some of those kids. It, here I am. I come in. I'm 44 years old, uh-huh. and um, they're to have somebody talk to them with respect was. Oh yeah. I, I'm I'm coming oh. and going. You guys. I'm so proud of you. I'm so glad you're you're doing what you're doing. And and they just they they gave me all kinds of gifts. They sent me away with. Uh, I, skipper mints and uh, I, I need to get one of the mugs, one of the Moscow Mule uh, Skipper Canteen. Oh yeah, mugs. yeah, I didn't get one. I, I did not get one when I was down. Well, I haven't been down there. I have not gotten one from anyone who went down there. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's one of the. On the I have a, a, a budding set of Trader Sam's uh, tiki mugs. Yeah, oh yeah. I've got a couple of shrunken heads, and I've got a couple of the shipwreck barrels. And the thing you got to go to when you're out there next time is uh, Jock Lindsay's. Uh, hangar bar. Yep, that's the other one. So that you you mentioned Indiana, a while ago. Indiana Jones themed. You mentioned a while ago that yeah, it's an Indiana Jones themed bar. 
You mentioned a while ago the um, SEA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Society for that, uh, Explorers and Adventurers. That, that is sort of, they're, they're churning that and making that a big part of the uh, legend of the Jungle Cruise, right? Mm-hmm. So, so they're giving us more material, more and more sure. material. Yeah. And I'm hoping that 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 becomes part of what they do with the Dwayne Johnson movie. Yes, because that's it's it's an opportunity for them to create mythology. Yeah. That, uh, since they've since they've sliced off a bunch of mythology with the Adventurers Club. Yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, you know, they they can at least do something now with you know the movie coming out. Well, what I loved about it is really interesting that you, there's a triple crossover with Indiana Jones and the Jungle Cruise. They also have Rocketeer things in there, 20, and so they're taking that 20s, yeah. 30s. Well, it's 25th anniversary this year for the Rocketeer. Uh, amazingly wow. enough, yeah. Wow. So that, there's a there's a group of adventurers that they're going to knit story through and through. It's pretty neat. Let's yeah. see it. It's amazing. Go ahead. No, 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 please. I was just gonna say it's amazing just how many things have grown from the Jungle Cruise. Now, I mean, you're probably well aware. You know, you were talking about the comedy night with Skippers too. Yeah, yeah. Um, my mom was at the Fullerton Arboretum, and there's a professor from Cal State Fullerton. He talks about the plant life mm-hmm. of the Jungle Cruise. Yeah. I didn't realize, you know, and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. there's um, there's a skip named Kelly Small who's there now, and Kelly is. Uh, amazingly well versed on on all the jungle botany mm-hmm. uh, for the the jungle 60th anniversary presentation that they did. She was on stage talking about all the plants and things okay. that were there. Uh, yeah, the skipper stand up. Uh, there will be a summer show. I don't know when it's going to be. Uh, I'm going to be out of town. I'll be in Europe for uh, good for you. Yeah, for my little trip. Uh, but I'm hoping that the August September show. I'm, I'm writing material for so. I'm hoping that I will do my first stand-up set in 23 years. Wow. That'll be fun. Which is, uh, yeah, my PTSD about it is just off the <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I did a couple hundred shows when during the comedy boom, uh, yeah. 91, 93, uh, up in Seattle, Spokane, Portland. And uh, writing a stand-up set for me is just... Uh, I mean, it's is tough stuff. Yeah, it's just like falling off a bicycle like, repeatedly down a hill. Yeah, yeah. And anybody can do it. <laughs> anyone can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. Uh, <clears throat> it's good. I've got some. I got some stuff, and we'll, you know, we'll try to put some things together. Yeah. So. Gosh, there's so much. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Look, so, I mean, yeah. The, the problem is, is that after uh, when we leave, you guys okay. are in the car. You will immediately think of eight more stories that you no, could have told. No, I'm telling you. So. But it was it was the best. I mean, I always thought like when I retire, I wouldn't mind going back to work on the Jungle Cruise. Everyone, look, I will help keep ticket prices down. I will go down one day a month. Yep. Yep. And work an eight-hour shift for free, for no recompense. I don't need to be yeah. given free tickets. I will just go down and work one shift a month. Yeah. And I'll, I w- I'll get safety trained, and I'll go through whatever they want me to do. I just would love to do... Like the reserves? Jungle Cruise Jungle reserves? Cruise Jungle Cruise reserves. That's well, a good And look, with their ticket idea. prices going up, they need to find ways to lower costs. This I is think a good idea. a brilliant here. idea, but uh, I don't think they're biting it because of union. Yeah. I think the union might have a problem with... Uh, Free employees uh, <laughs> <laughs> away jobs. from their jobs yeah, that but, might piss them off. A yeah, bit. and we'll 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 do our best to uh, to look good, but it's we're not going to look good anymore. No. Yeah, if if I was independently wealthy, I'd be in, hundred um, <laughs> percent. Actually, if I was independently wealthy, I would just open up a bar that had a lot of the same thematic elements of the Adventurers yeah. Club, and I would just. Uh, you know, I, I would just... That's a good idea. Old Fullerton or oh, somewhere? Oh, look, if I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Old Fullerton, I, old Anaheim. Look, I have, I have the resources. I would, do, I would actually do put a stand-up stage in there uh, and then do a variety, you know, do some variety stuff. Kickstarter. 
Yeah, it's it's in the <laughs> it's in the back of my head. It's there. I, I'm waiting to win the lottery. I haven't played it. But yeah, 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 yeah. At some point, a I lot of know. people pray to win the lottery, but they just don't go buy a ticket. Yeah, that's uh, there's a there's a basic fundamental step they're missing <laughs> in, in how to give your money away to the California public school system. Uh, While I was up in Portland, um, Don Bob and I was working at this D- Disney store. Don Bob's would start to show up. Uh, he, apparently, he lived up there. Swedish guy. You probably never met him because I think he was gone before ninety the nineties. Yeah. Um, I think I think actually he left. Uh, it was it was eighty six or eighty eight. It was late eighties. Yeah. I mean, I, I I have two hours with him on the show, and it's still to this day. I think the best two hours of this podcast yeah. that's ever I've ever done. It's, it's a Swedish guy, yeah, genuine. You, you you think it's an act, or you think that there's something else? It's a yeah. genuine person who honestly loves um, the people and the place that's the involved. Disney, there. Yeah, he is. Um, you know, look, he's I'm trying to think. I I, I I did this math on it. He's probably in his seventies by now. Uh, I got to see him again. Yeah, he he lives in Santa Barbara. Mm. Uh, and just there, there's a very unassuming demeanor about you know how much he loves the property and loves yeah. loves Disney. I mean, you know, he's just I I could see how a lot of guys coming in in their early twenties, late teens wouldn't get it and would give him a lot of crap and and kind of you know turn him into a little bit of a martyr for how much he he would yeah. do it. Yeah. Because at the time, look, the eighties, it was weird. For anyone to be into Disney, yeah, right. right. That's right. <laughs> they were not collectors. No, no, no. You know, look. If I'd been a collector back then, I could have gotten my hands on cells and on. All they the were other still stuff throwing away was, cells at that point. You know, you take a look at all of the the money that could be made by people who care about it. But you know, you you take who I am now and go, yeah, I got this, and I've got some stuff. I've got comic books. You go back and tell someone that yeah, you were in, into comic in books. In Eighty nine, when I was graduating high school, I would have gotten the shit kicked out. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then, if you wore a superhero shirt, um, you were really pledging a devotion to your nerdism <laughs> and that you were okay in getting beaten up. <laughs> Today, if you wear a superhero shirt, it just means you shop at Target. Yeah, <laughs> it's so true. I have I have probably the same Target uh, superhero yeah, T-shirts as you do. One, but yeah, it yeah, changed yeah. really quick because actually I forgot my job. After the Jalen Cruise, I worked, and one of the clients I got to work on was Disney Collectibles. Mm. Yep. So I got to do print advertising all these there. collectibles. Yeah. But um, the Jalen Cruise was interesting because people had this sense of attitude a little bit, and like we were somebody, but we were all former dorks in high school. Yeah. And here's a time we're like, oh, yeah, we yeah. feel like we're a little bit, you know, we got something because just because we have a mic and we get to tell stupid jokes and people laugh and you're like, oh, wow, there must, yeah. there oh, must and, be something here. Yeah. And look, think, think back to all the best skips that you worked with. Yeah. How many of them were guys that if you if you pictured them in high school, they would have been the antisocial drama kids, yeah, 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 or whatever it is. All the good ones, and, yeah. <laughs> and you go into you know you go in and they become you know this hero, the guys that are amazing, yeah. Yeah. and they're uh, all Dwayne Johnson. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I think it's incredible. And then that that there's nobody else. I think that may be wrong, but. It seems to me that there's nobody else that gets as many photos taken of themselves. Yeah. Oh, look. Everybody wants to take the picture with the Jungle Cruise skipper. Maybe Mickey. Uh, well, okay. Costume <laughs> characters. I'll give you that. Yeah. But yeah, short of short of Mickey, but um, and you know the girls from the uh, the Golden Horseshoe. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, legs. Oh, that was that was great. I was a little bit bummed that they had their own break room. Yep. And they wouldn't mix. 
at the time. And that, that's because they have what's called common sense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I suppose I wouldn't either. We only, The only thing we had to do up in that break room was watch food go around in that little circle thing and play Xenophobe. There was a video game up there. It was one game. Xenophobe, and we gave... Xenophobe was an amazing game. Yeah, and we gave them half of our paychecks yeah. back. Yep. Every single day. Well, and then you, you know, with the... Uh, with the uh, eat ticket and uh, you know West Side Diner and and uh, in between a lot more money that well, yeah. the paychecks went went into the program right. and also uh, you know a solid seventy or eighty pounds went onto my waistline when I was there. <laughs> it was the two dollar uh, grilled cheese and fries, uh, and that was in the backstage. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the in between that, that that thing was a monster for me. I uh, well because you know you can't afford to eat healthily if you're no. working there. That's uh, look one of the things. <laughs> that I think will actually be really good benefit is the minimum wage going up. Mm. Um, you know, it's we're going to yeah. get by 2020 fifteen dollars an hour, which for most of these cast members will be a, a 40 fifty percent raise. That is huge, yeah. Um, so I think that's going to be. They're uh, only making seven fifty. Well, no, or I, at ten dollars, ten dollars, said fifty percent, ten dollars, ten to eleven is. I remember where it's we, at I was making higher. I think five fifteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. And lunch would take up a full hour of your paycheck. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's that's really where you know. Look, and I thought five fifteen was great, <laughs> and I did not know how to pack a lunch yeah. in those days. And that's you know no. that's that's the tough. I, I actually think you could have made a lot of money uh, going to K Lot with a stack of dollar lunches, yeah. dollar sandwiches, and just you know. Clean. I wonder if they'd let you. No, no they probably won't let yeah, you. They won't let in. Disney Legal is uh, a pernicious octopus with its uh, tentacles in everyone's business. You so. would know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've had some interaction with Disney Legal. I will say. Uh, we have we have a number of IPs that seem on the surface like they might be related to Disney, but they're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our card games, yeah. really, they're they're based in in the time that the Jungle, Jungle Cruise, Cruise was takes based place, in, but it's not based on the Jungle Cruise. So we have to be very clear where our intellectual property yeah, is. That's... Uh, <laughs> I'll, I will show you guys pictures. We're we're the playtest decks for our new card game uh-huh. uh, are arriving today or tomorrow. That's so, so class. We are, uh, I'm the, glad you're doing that. The first game was That's good. So first game, Jungle Rummy was a lot of fun. Uh, but the next one is going to be... Uh, it's so much more. We Almost 400 uh, cards, 160 counters, 6 dice, uh, injection-molded plastic <laughs> insert with the, the slots for it. Oh, it's so uh, cool. The, 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 the two-part accordion box with the full print on the outside. The guys who do uh, Cards Against Humanity and Exploding yeah. Kittens are doing all of our printing and all of our uh, our press work. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're just getting into playtesting now, and we're hoping to uh, to hit the Kickstarter. But, yeah, so... Where can I get one? Like six, <laughs> six to eight times... Where can I pre-order? Six to eight times more stuff, and it's going to be three bucks less than our last Kickstarter. Wow, that's great. That's cool. So, yeah, we're, uh, we're going to be announcing it. I think September 1st will be our Kickstarter that's launch. Sweet. We're, we're going to obviously keep it updated, but... We want to make sure that the game is fully play tested and hard. You know, it's it's a good yeah. bones to it, but we want to make sure it's. Yeah, and there's yeah, some good jokes. Up. There's some uh, there's some fun jokes that uh, uh, may tangentially have some Jungle Cruise meaning if you would work the ride. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so there's some little things in there that are that are uh, related. There's a there's a, a methane monster. Yeah. That, uh, you know, <laughs> That's in play, so yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. So. That that water stunk so bad. Oh, uh, it's you know, I that's, that's I the one good thing about having it been drained just recently is that uh, for there's a period of time. Yeah, when it's it'll... a very short period of time where it's not. Uh, I think I think someone you know with all the craft beer uh, brewing that is being done, 
Someone what? Yeah, someone's gonna take start the bacteria, jungle, jungle water beer, and use that. It's as like a the mother loaf of a uh, as a yeast yeah. starter. It's uh, not a bad. <laughs> well, because uh, you guys know uh, Rogue Breweries. Yeah, uh, they're up in up in Seattle. I go to the Issaquah uh, mm-hmm. Brew Pub all the time. Yeah. Whenever I'm in Seattle, we stop and drink because uh, that's what me and my wife do. You know, it's it's a uh, uh, we don't do it because of each other. Yeah. We just do it in support of, of each, each other. other. Yeah. Uh, but they have a thing called Beard Beer. Mm. That their master brew uh, guy, their brewmaster had this big bushy beard, mm-hmm. and they they wondered what the culture would be like. So they actually pulled the culture out of his beard, and made a that, strain that is... of stout, beard stout. That is really gross. That is totally it, disgusting. It does seem gross, but you think this guy's been doing beer for twenty years? He he must know his yeast. He has a cultivated. <laughs> Yeast presence in his beard, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they made a beer out of it. Yeah, but when you drink it, <laughs> constantly it is uh, hairball. So, guys, uh, I appreciate the time wow. we're here in this beautiful. Uh, we're gonna get some rain this weekend, which is uh, lovely. Yeah, uh, you know, great time to go to Disney. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> it's the only uh, time it's not it, busy right now. If it wasn't gonna rains. take two hours to get there right now, so. But oh, I appreciate the time. Uh, like I said, this has been uh, Fred. I. I We've, we've had this on the docket for a while, and I appreciate that the universe conspired to make this happen for us. Yeah, so. I'm glad we got to do it. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we'll put some pictures up of you guys. We got some vintage uh, jungle T-shirt uh, action that you brought to uh, to show off, and we'll have all kinds of fun stuff up on the Facebook. So, What I want to find was the old um, – they made a watch on the Jungle Cruise. I don't know if you know anybody who has that one when I was there, and it was Mickey and Donald. But the minute hand was a bullet going around. Oh, I hadn't. That uh, was a really cool. Like, did they just made sixty of them for cast member only. So huh. if you ever get a chance, yeah, somebody a, stole it from me email, back in college. Make an eBay alert. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, I, I have like four or five eBay alerts for things that if they come, that's what up, I, I want to find. I know to you look know for. To grab them, it. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. Good. Bet you got a good jungle collection. Thank you. You know what? I, yeah, this is really cool. Thank I'm, you. I'm Appreciate stretching it out. We got a few. We got a few things, and I've got like the. 50th anniversary diorama made out of metal yeah. it, uh, it lights up you know like the boathouse lights up and wait you made it of the whole no no no, no. no. It's, uh, they sold them they, they oh, still really? sell them of the whole j- river the whole river yeah it's got the hippos and dude oh it's yeah. gorgeous and I you know I keep on resisting it's like oh man I really need a new camera I could sell this but you know it's the one thing I gotta yeah. hold on to yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I got a few I got a few small things I think the biggest thing is we're working on getting um a copy of this master book of jokes that's this gigantic like 11 by oh, 17 oh, that was that. that was leather bound that has every joke Larry Camel had uh, Jeff Rhodes oh, okay yeah we talked about it with Larry but Jeff Rhodes has it but every every joke that every Skips joke, came up with too everything Skips came up with everything corporate approved uh, not approved it was every jungle joke and it's it's a I think it's like a 200-page book. Oh, it's, awesome. it's crazy. All handwritten. And hopefully it has the dates when they went from approved to not approved. Oh, yeah, I don't <laughs> That's know. always my thing. Yeah, 1995, this one's or, not approved. 1996. Or, or, yeah, or the, they things cycle in and out of fashion. When, yeah. I, when I trained a second time, uh, a lot of jokes have been taken out of circulation, and I had a really hard time with, with Randy Grant. Uh, it was my trainer the second time around. No, and Randy, no. Randy uh, had to whip me into shape before I could get, get recertified. So Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, a lot of stuff that was just not not in the OG anymore. So, <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I'll get yeah. you out of here. I appreciate Bless you. Time. Thank you. This uh, is everyone great. Everyone out there in listener land, keep it tuned. Uh, Facebook.com slash Jungle Cruise, C-R-E-W-S. If you are a skipper or know a skipper who uh, might like to appear on the show and share their stories, uh, we like to keep this thing going as long as possible. And uh, 
who knows when it will end. We're hoping uh, if we can get Costner and Lasseter, then, you know, what's the point in continuing? That's, that's the big two. So, And then Dwayne Johnson. Once Dwayne does the movie, I think we should keep the podcast going at least uh, – when the movie hits, then everyone gets the interest in the Jungle Cruise. Yep, yep. Yeah. Then, man. Then you can kill it. I'll be making the not money uh, <laughs> like ten times more than I'm not making now, which is a negative number. So that's going to be really expensive for me. I'm yeah, yeah, ten yeah. times yeah. more. But... Yeah, you're going to be paying Dwayne. <laughs> yes. I'm sure that he has no money to speak of at this point. <laughs> All right, adventurers. We'll talk to you later. Come nice. to everyone.